Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Talk 100.3. Good afternoon. You're on TSB Talk Sport Business here on Talk 100.3. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can. 0586861003. And the French Open is on. And last night, it was the match we've been waiting really a couple of years for. Nadal and Novak Djokovic fighting it out in the quarterfinals with Rafael Nadal being victorious. That's right. 2020, we saw uh, Nadal winning. 2021, it was Djokovic who beat Nadal in the semis. And this year again, Nadal coming on top beating Djokovic in the quarterfinals and getting into the top four 110 games he's won out of the 113 games that Nadal has played at French Open the dominance is massive and you know despite age despite uh, the 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 you know nighttime play that he does not generally like Nadal he despite all of those things all of those factors ended up winning it and, and what a comprehensive win coming in for Nadal No it has actually been uh, fantastic and uh, I, I, I do believe that we uh, on the line uh, here on uh, Talk 100.3 uh, we've got to uh, speak to Paul Yeah So Paul is uh, joining us Paul is a fantastic uh, coach he has been uh, you know the voice of uh, the game at uh, be Dubai Tennis uh, the, the Dubai Duty Free Tennis or the Mubadla Tennis uh, Tournaments here in the UAE Paul welcome to Talk 100.3 Thanks for having me, guys. So it's a pleasure to be on. Yeah, no worries. It's 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 great to have your company here. Did you stay up until the early hours to watch that semi that quarterfinal last night? I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that I managed to watch all of it. So I did. Uh, I did pick up a few of the highlights and, and uh, watched a, a few back this morning. But I stayed and watched the first three sets. 
Well, and, that, that... And, and it was a you know an extraordinary result. Did you did you really think that Rafael Nadal would uh, would be able to come over the top? Because Djokovic, being number one in the world, seems well, he just seems as though he's hungrier at the moment for success, just as just just as he was when he was eighteen. I think uh, I think something that we, which everybody needs to to kind of just accept now is that Nadal will will be written off and written off and written off, and he's always going to come back and and shock everybody. He did it in Australia this year. He's written he's been written off probably what ten times through injuries, and right. here he is, twenty one Grand Slams later, now in the in, a, in the semifinals of another Grand Slam, and almost certainly the favourite to take his 22nd Grand Slam title. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, f- uh, four hours and 11 minutes on the court and this man didn't look like, you know, he uh, wanted to, uh, he, he probably could have gone for another set, uh, you know, Nadal. But then, you know, when you don't play and then you, you've been coaching so many of uh, these youngsters that, that come to your academy and get trained. Uh, Paul, tell me, when, when you are away from the sport, uh, you know, at 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 that at the highest level, like uh, Djokovic is, who missed out on, on some really big tournaments this year, uh, d- does it does it take the shine off your armor? I think for Djokovic at the moment, you know, he, obviously the disappointment in Australia not showing up, or sorry, showing up and being basically kicked out, uh, has had a serious serious mental effect with him. And you know, I, I, if I'm not wrong, he's he's still yet to take a title this season, and you know he he's he's not the player that he was was in say 2016 when he was dominating 2011 when he was dominating and it's it's only really i think because of the the pressures of what's happened with covid and lockdowns and stuff like that 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 we've not really seen Djokovic to to a level that we would expect from him really when it look comes uh, in regards to the semi-finals overnight, it was uh, Andres Verez who had a victory. So as we go to today's quarterfinals that are taking on, uh, Rublev is playing uh, Marin Silic. How do you see this one going? Do you think the Croatian can get a victory? Well, if you if you if you'd have asked me this uh, 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 prior to the to the first round, I would have, I would have hundred percent said it was going to be Rublev. But I mean, it, it's very difficult to see past Silic. I mean. He took out Medvedev so quickly. He took out Gilles Simon very quickly. So I'm actually going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say Silic, even though every other part of me thinks Rublev. <laughs> and, and in the other quarterfinal that's uh, scheduled for 10.45 uh, our time tonight, uh, uh, Rude versus uh, the Norwegian Rooney. How do you see the uh, the fourth quarterfinal going? Well, you got that bit wrong. It's the other way around. It's, it's, it's the, the Norwegian Rude versus the, the Dane. Uh, Sorry, my bad. Uh, Yes. Rune. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, isn't it amazing for me that this guy Rune has come out of, out of absolutely nowhere? You know, we've 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 known about Alcaraz for so long. We've known about him for three or four years, and here's this Rune guy just come out of the blue. Had a couple of decent tournaments leading up to leading up to uh, the Roland Garros event, and here he is in his first quarterfinal of a Slam. 19 years old. I don't think he's got the consistency to hurt uh, the Norwegian so I'm going to say I'm going to say right now I think it will be Rude that goes through in that but Rune is definitely another one with Alcaraz to look forward to the future Well Rude it's extraordinary when you think that uh, of his age and he's already hit uh, top 10 in the world I think he went number 7 maybe a couple of months ago and I know he's the 8th seed here but uh uh, we, we're seeing that the farewell lap of the big four, you know, of Murray and, and Djokovic and Nadal, and then you're seeing the next generation come up as well. It's an exciting place for tennis at the moment. 
Well, we've been waiting for the next generation for so long. I know, we've been, we've been saying about... it for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, I, I, I think one of the most amazing things is in, in our lifetime, in our generation, I mean, I'm a 48-year-old guy. I've been involved in the game for 30 years, 40 years, sorry, and... I, I never thought I'd experience what I'm experiencing with those big three. You know, I, I tend to keep Murray out of it because I, I don't really think he, he belongs in the same conversation. And I'm a Brit. <laughs> so, um, so when you look at the, the other three, you know, th- what they've achieved and the way that they've carried the game for the last 20 years has just been near on unbelievable. And, you know, you look at football with Messi and Ronaldo and whatnot. Yeah. These are like the, the Michael Jordans. These are the, the Muhammad Ali's of our sport. And when they do go, it's going to need to be something special. And I think Alcaraz, Rune, Rude, these guys are the ones where I feel, yeah, actually, there's something special. I think the likes of Team and Zverev, oh, amazing players, amazing players. But I just don't think they have that, that kind of spark, which which the Nadal, Federer and Djokovic's have gotten, to be blunt. So I, I'm really looking forward to Rune. I'm looking forward to Alcaraz. And these guys are going to be the ones that take the sport forward, in my opinion. I mean, uh, you know, th- th- this is going to be very, very difficult when we finally bid farewell to the big three. But then, uh, you know, what, what we'll do is, uh, you know, Paul, take your attention away from clay court and take your focus on to the grass court of Wimbledon. Uh, the, the obviously, what what we have heard so far is that no points would be awarded, and it'll probably end up being more like an exhibition tournament this year's Wimbledon. What is your point of view on that? I I, I can't believe you used the word exhibition tournament for Wimbledon, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, look, there's there's still a lot of things to discuss. I believe I think there's still decisions to be made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that I know that the All England Club were on, on, under strict uh, rules and regulations from the UK government, so it's not a decision that's been taken lightly. Uh, again, it's something I don't agree with, but I feel that uh, Wimbledon is far, far, far bigger than anything in terms of from a sporting perspective. So, people who refer to it as, a, as an exhibition—I mean, dare I say, it, Naomi Osaka, what she said. You know, I, I don't think they have the respect for for what Wimbledon has actually done for the game. If you remember, you know, 30 years ago, uh, I'm, I'm sure you don't. But, you know, in, in my country, you know, Wimbledon was it. You only ever, you know, you, you'd, you'd stay stay up late at night. Well, it wasn't even that late, but you'd, you'd come home from school. You'd watch Wimbledon. You never did that for any other tournament. And mm-hmm. even if you speak to some of the old time tennis players, you know, they they would stay up. You know, the Australians they would stay up late. The the uh, Americans would would you know avoid going to school just to watch Wimbledon. And I think that you know to have that kind of tradition insulted and implied that it's uh, an exhibition event by players. Uh, it, it really drives me insane. Uh, I, I'm with you on that. As an Australian, Paul, I know what it's like. It's a rite of passage to try and stay up and watch, whether it was Pat Cash or or Pat Rafter or Mark Phil Leighton Hewitt managed to get there. Whoever it was, there was Australia House around the corner. And I mean, I mean that's, that's what Wimbledon has. It's been steeped in tradition. And even, I actually, for the first time in my life, agreed with Novak Djokovic this week, where um, he actually, <laughs> uh, where he was talking about how the names are going to be changed on the boards. Uh, it's the the miss and miss is going to be taken away, and the female players, if they were married, they had the husband's name if it went up there, and even Novak said, "Oh, with all these tournaments and these new stadiums, I kind of like the tradition that it was a you know a nod to the past of the way things used to be," and 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 I think that's that's what Wimbledon always symbolised that 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 history, like you spoke about. 
I mean, I, I've, I've had the privilege of going to Wimbledon and I've had a player who I, I was teaching play, playing junior Wimbledon. And, and from their perspective, I can tell you, and even from my perspective, it was the pinnacle. It was, yeah. it was everything we'd wanted. And to go there, to be involved there, to, to go and play on a court, for me to go and coach on a court, was nothing will ever compete with that. And so, so yeah, I think you know, Naomi's not the only person who said something about it, but I do believe that, you know, I think that I think Wimbledon have made the wrong decision. I don't believe people should be banned. I think sport and politics should be kept as far away from each other as possible. And and I think Wimbledon had an opportunity to rise above the the terrible situation which is going on in Ukraine right now, but instead they they decided to sort of ramp it up a little bit more and make things even more difficult. Paul, can you see them reversing the decision? Yeah, I can actually. I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, I, I don't know if that's my head or my heart, but you know, I do, I do believe that that they are still meeting. I, I think that there's there's talk of uh, of the prize money uh, being sort of uh, in, donated to to uh, Ukrainian causes. Um, and then reinstating the, the the Belarusian and Russian players. If that was the case, then I, I don't see where the problem is. I really don't. You know, so let everyone play, but the prize money for for from any of the, the Belarusian and Russian players going to to Ukrainian uh, charities. I think that would be a fantastic uh, gesture, really, under the circumstances. Well, we'll wait and see what happens, but we've still got uh, the French Open to get through. Uh, Paul Espy, the Director of Tennis at Al Habsa Tennis Academy and the Tennis Analyst for the Dubai Duty-Free Tennis Championships. Thank you very much for joining us here on Talk 100.3. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax. With their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs, you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.